This is episode number 21 of the Success Habits of Christian Entrepreneurs podcast. How to get a plan from God. No more giddy app. This podcast is for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. This is the Success Habits of Christian Entrepreneurs podcast, where we look at the habits and strategies of world-changing entrepreneurs to achieve real results. Today is about the power of you. Are you ready to go to the next level while you're at the right spot? Finding solution to become the greatest. And now, here's your host, Mike Holmes. What's up, what's up, guys? We are back, Success Habits of Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast. And today, wanted to deal with a question of sorts. And I guess the question is, how do you get a plan from God? Because what I'm realizing, there are people who are like, yeah, I want strategic moves and show me, I wish God would show me what to do and so on and so forth. And like, it's almost a mystical thing that, You know, God gives plans to some people. He gives plans to people in the word of God, but he doesn't necessarily always give plans to people not realizing that it's more based on law than based on some strategic or mystical. No, it's more based on law rather than some mystical kind of thing. The fact is God wants to give everyone a plan that his plans for us are good and not for evil, or in the New New International Version of Jeremiah 29, 11, for I know the plans that I have for you, plans to prosper you, not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. So his plans for us are good, but it's also important that we know what the plan is. Because at the end of the day, if you have a great plan for me, you have the resources for me, but I don't know the plan, I'm, I'm just as stuck as you know, I'm just as stuck either way. So that being said, let's talk about it. How to get a plan from God. And just a caveat, at the end of the day, when you start talking about God's plans, God's plans are so much greater than your plans, so much smarter than your plans. And it's always better to be in line with the plan and will of God than your own plan. It just makes more sense down the road. Um, He can see things that you can't see. He knows things that you don't know. He'll see around corners. He'll know who you can talk to, who to avoid, who to keep away from. He knows these things because, of course, he is God. So let's get into it real quick. What is it? So the first thing to get a plan from God is that you have to know the will of God. Know the will of God. The first thing is you have to know the will of God. The Bible says in Ephesians 5, 17, therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the Lord's will is. And that's in the New International Version. So when we start talking about knowing the will of the Lord, people do think that this is some kind of mystical thing. And how could I know the will of God? And what is God's will for me? And what does God want? And if it be thy will and so on and so forth. But it is rather simple to know the will of God because the will of God is tied into the word of God. If you know the word of God, you know the will of God. 
So if you really want to know the, the will of God, all you have to do is get into the word of God. So, for instance, if I had a, a large estate and you are a family member and you're trying to figure out after I die, what, what the, do I want with that estate? All you have to really do is to look into my will because my will just simply highlights my wants for my estate for you. So at the end of the day, to really know the will of God is rather simple. You just got to get into the word of God. And I think that a lot of people, when they don't really know the will of God, they're not really getting into the word of God. Because if you get into the word of God, there is the will. Now, Romans chapter 12 says something powerful. It says, be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. So the only way we're going to know the gap will of God, the good and acceptable and perfect will of God is to get into the word of God and therefore take on the mind of God. And when we take on the mind of God, we can know the will of God. It really is simple. If you're not getting into the word of God, the Bible, if you're not studying, if you're not listening to teachings and tapes that are lined up with the word of God, you are not going to know his will. And if you don't know his will, you won't know his plan. It's really simple. If you're not getting into the word of God, get into it now. That's number one. Number two, after you know the will of God, after you have scriptures that line up with his will, the next thing you want to do is ask. Jesus said, ask and it shall be given to you. James says you have not because you ask not. And I think that oftentimes faithful believers, what the, the mistake they do and the mistake I've made is that we'll start thanking God for what's in his word. But then the question I want to ask you is, have you actually asked God for the thing that you need? And when I say ask, I mean, ask according to the will of God. So, for instance, let's say if I was asking for prosperity and abundance, a specific amount, like, Lord, I'm asking you for twenty thousand dollars a month in recurring revenue. Very specific. And I could say, Lord, you said that I am blessed and that the blessing of the Lord makes me rich and you add no sorrow with it. You said that everything I touch would prosper and succeed. You said if your words abide in me, if I abide in you and your words abide in me, that I shall ask whatsoever I will and it shall be done unto me. You said, ask and it shall be given you. Seek and you shall find. Now, all of a sudden, you're not just asking based on feelings or, 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 or just greed. You're asking based according to his will. According to his will. And when you can ask something like that, that gets his attention. Because he wants you to remind him of his will. He wants you to get into his word and understand his mind and then ask. But the first thing you have to do after you know the will of God is that you have to act according to his promises. The third thing you have to seek. Now, this is where you start to come into effect. Seek. The Bible says, buy the truth and sell it not. There is a level of seeking. Jesus said, after you ask, ask and it shall be given to you. Seek and ye shall find. 
What are you seeking for? Well, if you're seeking for, let's say, abundance, okay, what businesses, what strategies, what, what, what things that are out there that could actually help me make more money? Is it online? Is it real estate? Is it uh, moving up the ranks of my job? What are the pros and cons? What exactly am I seeking for? Because at the end of the day, if you're seeking for something, it will also seek you. If you are seeking for something, the, thi- the thing that you are seeking for is also seeking you. The promise that you are seeking for is also seeking you. The will that you are seeking for is also seeking you. So you have to make the attempt to now seek. It's not, a, it's not enough you just lie in your bed and hope that things will work out. It doesn't work like that. You have to seek. You have to make the decision to, do I have to look for mentors? Do I have to um, get around new people? What exactly am I now seeking for? And then the third thing, the fourth thing, excuse me, is you have to thank him for the answer. You have to thank him for the answer. So you have to thank him for the answer. Now, the Bible says, be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God. After you have known the will of God, you have requested or asked and you're seeking and you don't see anything. What people tend to do is say, all right, God did not hear me. He obviously didn't hear a word that I said, but that's, that's, that's the furthest thing from the truth. Because now you have to go into that level of faith where you thank him for the answer before you get it. Father, I thank you. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Father, I thank you that you make all grace, every favor and earthly blessing come to me in abundance so that I Always and under all circumstances, whatever the need be, self-sufficient, possessing enough to acquire no aid and support and furnish in abundance for every good work and charitable donation. Father, I thank you that I am blessed. I thank you that I'm the head and not the tail, above only and not beneath. I thank you that as I focus on your word, whatsoever I touch shall prosper. I thank you for this $20,000 a month business. I thank you that it is already mine. I thank you that you are leading me to where I need to be. I thank you. You, as you begin to do that, now your faith begins to get stronger and God can now operate more because your faith is stronger. Because at the end of the day, no matter what anybody says, God operates through faith. Of course, he does operate sovereignly. He can do what he wants to because he's God. But at the same time, when you see God doing a great work in a man or a woman, it is that man or woman's faith that gives him the permission to really work extravagantly. So thank him for the answer. Thank him for it, even if you don't actually have it. And then finally, knock. Knock and it shall be open to you. You have to put the work in because you have to start making steps and then God will begin to show you what to do. You cannot stare a parked car. Too many people are just waiting and hoping and wishing and 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 and, and, and just sitting down and watching TV and, and waiting for the light bulb to go off. It doesn't work like that. You have to do something. As you begin to do something, as you begin to think, as you begin to seek, as you begin to ask, now he can begin to show you his plan. As you get into his written word, he can now speak to you through the audible word or the rhema word. 
But you have to make the incentive to get into the, the mind of God, the will of God, the word of God, and then he can show you his plan. So just to recap, the first is you have to know the will of God. The second is to ask. And when you ask, believe that you receive it already. The third is that you have to seek. You have to seek the answer. You have to start looking around. You have to start like searching for what you can do to make it happen. The fourth thing, you have to thank for the answer. And the fifth thing, you have to start making moves. And as you make the moves, he will show you what to do or even before that. So hope this helps. Hope you got some out of this. If you are really blessed by everything, just want you to go over to tithehacker.org where you can actually get my 10-part email course where it actually talks about how my life was changed as a result of a tithing experiment. So hope you enjoy it. I'll talk to you later. Peace.